Welcome to the fortress. Very nice. We're recording here as usual. Yes. And in as as is our thing, we're doing biscuits. Yes. So, so we have uh, biscuits. The for rustle you. of biscuits. Yeah, there you go. And this, and that I've got, I've got an chocolate. at symbol on mine. Yeah. These are French chocolatey biscuity things. I have a uh, a premium brand car on you, mine. I have I have the at symbol. So so should we eat these biscuits and start the podcast? Yes. Got us to do. Okay. Right. Okay. Welcome to the July, July Trailers Podcast. Trailers Podcast. Right. Um, Last time we did not have too many trailers to to, to waffle on about. We only, we only had a handful, but <laughs> we got to open with one that we missed. So what? we I know. So we don't cover every film that comes out, and we, we have don't. to. Well, sometimes we've tried, and, and some of the, the the dross that we found. What was it? Horrific. Four hot chicks in a warehouse. Oh. That, <laughs> let's not do that again. Um, so we we cover a, a fair few, and and it was very um, sequel heavy last time as well, if memory serves. As as we've talked about previously, the entire year is sequel heavy. But we're in a weird place now because now we're in July and August, mm-hmm. and July and August. Back in the day, traditional traditional period. was the traditional blockbuster period yep. when all the massive films came out. So when the only, the only, and we've talked about this, the only film that we're really going to see in this area that's going to be particularly huge is probably Ant Man and the Wasp. Yes, um, but that's kind of it. I mean, there are films coming out, and there are some larger films, but there's not like massive, as they say, tent yep. poles. The, so the giant had... dinosaur stomping movies have been and gone. The gloved aliens. The uh, giant dinosaurs they're all gone come and gone so now we're actually going to be having a couple of films that are unusual in terms of their original films there might be comedies there's a fair few horror films coming out so we shouldn't really drag drag wilson in but wilson. we missed but we missed one and i'm really sorry that we missed one because this is so far in your wheelhouse it's not even funny did you like the film there's a film um oh what's it called um there's a film with Ke- um keanu reeves and like he's a oh yeah it's john wick did you ah, like john wick yes yes <laughs> then, i did then love john you wick. need to watch the trailer for this film which is already out i think it's already out in the u.s it's just about to come out as we're recording this in the uk called hotel artemis ready okay How in the blue blazes did you not <laughs> know, show me that? I know, I'm so sorry. It's got everyone in it's, it. It's like John Wick, the ER edition. It's, it's John Wick ER, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Um, it's, so it's Jodie Foster, and she is the head doctor with Dave Batista as her healthcare professional nurse in a place called Hotel Artemis, which is a specially locked down, members-only, fingerprint access hospital for people in the criminal persuasion. Yes. So when bank job goes wrong, yeah. which looks like a heist actually, so heist opens with a heist, heist goes wrong, they end up in the hotel being patched up. Yeah. At which point they realise that they've probably stolen something the wrong that they thing. shouldn't have yeah. from the wrong person. They have the like wrong they trousers. effectively stole John Wick's car. Yes. Um, at which point... Well, in this case, it looks like they stole John Wick's pen. John Wick's pen. At which point they come after him and the guy they stole her from is like super evil and you kind of go, oh my God, who's he going to be? And it's Jeff freaking Coleman. Oh, um, Jeff, Jeff, and, Jeff. Um, 
Ah, uh, yeah. It looks so incredibly cool. In in the gaps between us recording stuff, I saw the trailer for this and I was like, oh, Smith's going to kill me. Oh, I knew I should have brought this up. So it's already come out. I don't. You're think forgiven because it looks so awesome. It looks so brilliant, doesn't it? But it, I don't think it's done particularly well in the States. I, I think it's kind of popped in and popped out. Really? But I, I think that it's it's got such a John Wick vibe to it. And I yeah. think it's going to be the thing that everyone's going to go, I totally missed that film. Why did I totally miss that film? Um... Do you, think Get it immediately uh, on DVD. do you think they'll try and engineer a crossover at some point? Because it is literally the place you go. If you go to the Continental Hotel and you've just been shot up just a little bit more than the in-house doctor can manage, it's, this is where you this go is, next. Yeah. And, and it's, it's, it's slightly few. It's, 20, it's set like 10 years uh, in the future. Yes. Uh, yes. But yeah, it, it's... I wonder it, why they do that. Is it just so that they can... The, the trailer, they show 3D printing guns they and show, stuff like that. They show technology that's kind of right around the corner. Yeah. yeah. So I think they did it just so they could be a little bit more sci-fi. Edgy. Um, but yeah, it yeah. looks it looks really good. It looks good fun. It just looks really good. So and, uh, um, looks like Jeff Goldblum's enjoying himself. He's having a bit of a renaissance, isn't he? he is, really, he's having a bit of a since just... like well with uh, you know Thor Ragnarok and well I talked last time about uh, the uh, disappointing lack of uh, Goldblum in the most recent um, Jurassic World movie. But yes. that aside, yes. Um, uh, he's having a good run at the moment. He's just everywhere. And I think he's got is, to that point. He's like, he's like, yeah, I'll I'm do six, it. I'm 65 years old. I'm going to rock up. I'm going to do five scenes. I'm going to make a million. And then I'm going to have the whole time just cruising the world, doing the press junkets and just going, life uh, finds a way. And that's all he's got to do. I mean, yep. fair play to him. But it does look... It does look pretty good. It does. It certainly does. So, we probably yeah. should. It's a shame we, you know, we try and end on a on a high note. It's a shame we, well, if God, if we'd have ended on that one last time, we would have. Ah. Well, we would have left the recording and gone straight to the cinema yes. to try and find it. Bring me on. It's like I'm like, I don't care. Bring me now. So yeah. So my apologies. Now let's jump right. back in to actually cover the trailers we should be covering rather yes. than trailers that we have covered from last time. Okay. Now we could have gone back and fixed this, but we decided not to because. Why would we go back and change things that have happened? It would be madness. Travel through time. That would be not. Uh, next not a good up idea. is: Do you like Denzel Washington? Yes. The answer is: That's a stupid question. Everyone likes Denzel Washington. It's time to watch The Equalizer Two. So it opens up. So The Equalizer was a British TV show, or was it? 80s. No, it was an American, American TV show with, with, with British Edward, Edward Woodward, and then. Uh, a couple of years back, Denzel made a film remake where he was a highly trained government assassin with a specific set of skills who was trying to live a quiet life. But when they his didn't daughter let him. got kidnapped. When, no, no, hang on. No, no, wait. No, no. You're thinking of Taken. Ah. So uh, at which point he exacts horrifying revenge upon those who have wronged him. The second film starts in Turkey, which is where Taken is. And he's trying to, kid, trying to rescue a kid, which... Who's been which kidnapped. Is, which is where Taken was. And he kills loads of Eastern European henchmen, which is where Taken... My point is, yeah. this is Taken. Yes. But it's with Denzel. Exactly so what okay. I was thinking. But is it... Has Liam Neeson now sort of retired from being a retired <laughs> CIA agent, um, uh, beating up people um, from, from Europe? I, um, I, and now Denzel is picking it up. Because it's, it, this almost should be saying... You know, I was expecting the trailer to have, from the producers of from Taken. The guys, from the guys who obviously did from Taken. everyone who was involved with Taken. Except, minus except Liam Neeson. Neeson is. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, and I think when we fired up, you kind of went, oh, this is the sequel nobody asked for. But... 
This, <laughs> it looks alright. This actually, it does look quite in good. That, in that was, category, there was one piece where he breaks someone. He he does the Star Trek thing with the fingers. Uh, live he, long and prosper. And he just grabs both of us and goes snap. You know, we both went oh. So yeah, yeah there's some really. I'm hoping nasty... that was the red band trailer because if not, ooh. So there's some really <laughs> horrifically violent bits in it. Yeah, boss. It's this, brutal. And I've mentioned this before on the podcast, and I can say this because nobody doesn't listen. This is basically the film that our dads want to go and see. <laughs> there are men of a certain age, there's a certain demographic who will go, so is it Liam Neeson in a random European city shooting people? Yes, I'm in. Yeah. Is it Denzel Washington in a random American city shooting It is. Yeah, I'm in. Is it anybody who is over the age of 50 <laughs> exacting furious vengeance upon someone else yeah i mean there's it, yeah. it's the it's the, the, the there's a I don't, I don't know what we need to work to we need to do some research there needs to, to be a word this demographic needs yeah. to, no i can tell you it's men between the ages of uh probably late 40s to mid 60s who grew up on 70s action films and now want some of that want some of that back again you don't yeah. really but, require but starring a plot, someone who they can relate somebody to somebody who's roughly the same age <laughs> them, and they can kind of go fair play he's looking quite yeah. good for his age isn't he and then they can beat the crap out of people who are 20 so years younger so than them when they're like wheeling their uh, trolley around the supermarket they can fantasise about uh, laying waste to the annoying person who's got 11 items in the 10 items or less exactly aisle. that is With exactly what we're vengeance. talking about furious vengeance right <laughs> it's for it's for it's for the 12 angry men that we know but you're not necessarily angry just kind of going you know what I'm on, I'm on this and it's yeah. and they do very well these films do they, yeah. they don't and that's why there's a second one here that's even why though I second said one. so everyone it? in it's going to be relatively inexpensive um, you've got Pedro Pascal in there who mm-hmm. who you'll you, know from who Game you'll of Thrones. know from Game of Thrones and Kingsman the Golden Circle oh yeah and uh, obviously you've got Denzel and Denzel's a complete legend now Denzel Washington only tends to do like one film yeah. every so often so they come up so as a result they do they tend to do quite well so he he does he, he tends to do he a does... big serious acty one mm. and then he does a mm. kicking revenge one <laughs> so I think but he does basically he does um, he does this, this like efficient peevedness he's he does like, he just like, looks you're peeving me so now I'm, I'm sorry, going to break I'm at least to three of your bones I'm going to kill you now yeah <laughs> yes so um It'll do quite well. I mean, it, it, it's not going to set the world on fire, although it might do if it annoys but Denzel if, enough. But ta- if Taken has told us anything, is that but we can expect the, the, four, the third one coming? Well, we got the four years. weeks of winning. Yep. I think it'll it'll seriously extend upon our four weeks. So the four weeks of winning, for those of you who don't remember, is effectively we reckon it has to stay in the charts yeah. for four weeks in any position to, be a, a to kind film. of get your money back. So I think it'll it'll happily stay in the bottom half of the top ten on both sides of the pond for a good couple of weeks because it's kind of one of those slow slightly, burners. Slightly word of mouth, slightly maybe people going to see it for a second time because Poss- possibly it's like a repeat of all it'll the be punches. people. It'll be people who see it on a Tuesday afternoon because maybe yeah. they're retired or whatever. It's, and I'm not saying it's an old people's film. Please do not think I'm saying this. What I'm saying is that they're... Because like, I quite fancy the look of it. I haven't seen the first one, but I might have to go look up the first one. Um, but... Yeah, if I mentioned to my, for example, if I mentioned to my dad that this film's there, he'll go, oh, oh, I like that film, right? I'm so good to see it. anything with Liam Neeson or Denzel Washington. My dad is all over it, and I don't think that that is an unusual thing. I think he's representative of mm. his demographic. Yeah, right. Um, okay, <laughs> right. Our next one's the next one. I wasn't sure about whether to end on. Okay. Have you ever heard of a theatre production called Avenue Q? 
Yes, I have. Have you seen Avenue Q? I have Q? not, but I am oh. aware of it, their work, their puppetry. Okay. Or muppetry, perhaps. Okay. We'll leave it there and let's watch the trailer for The Happy Time Murders. Okay. What the actual <laughs> dickens was that? <laughs> so my feeling, my, 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 I guess my quick summary of in it... In fairness, I gave you a warning by saying yeah. Avenue Q on the way in. Yes, yes, yes. It's, uh, it's like uh, the 18 rated version of Who Framed Roger Rabbit, but with, uh, with puppets. It's, so it's, it's, yeah, it's a world where humans and puppets live together mm-hmm. um, and puppets are real and there's murders and they have to... It's it's rookie. It's detective with hard boiled, other puppet detective solving a case. Yes, it's 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 every buddy movie or odd couple uh, mismatch crime, cop mismatch thing, thing yeah, you've absolutely. ever seen. The definite Who Framed Roger Rabbit with, vibes with but puppets. like dialed up all the way up to uh, highest possible smut levels. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's probably it looks really funny. It look, and I like um, so Melissa. McCarthy plays the human, human cop. cop. Yeah, um, but it's, it, it looks like she's sort of uh, you know she can be a bit wacky at times, and she's sort of dulled that down for it's, her character. It's, it's it actually, sounds like she's yeah. almost playing it serious because or, or, she's like she's surrounded by muppets. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> she doesn't need to be funny because it's all happening right. She's the straight uh, she's woman in this. Straight, case. Yes, exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would totally go and see that. Yeah, so. Um, <laughs> It, it, it was. It's been directed by the guy who did Muppets Christmas Carol. Oh, who's Brian my. Henson? Who's Jim Henson's son? <laughs> wow, that's like proper pedigree. <laughs> but he's yeah. got all Miley Cyrus on it. <laughs> it's. It's. Yeah. The, I mean, the the final scene. He's uh, the FBI want to talk to the private investigator, but he's he's with a client, um, and I can't say any more. Just than just that. watch the trailer. Yeah, red band trailer. Um, that looks really funny. And I think if they market that well enough, I think that will be quite funny. And this is what I was talking about films, because usually July and August are massive blockbusters. Yes. This time, they put in a film which contains swearing and graphic puppet-based sex. Is this, is, this into... the new, is this the new Deadpool? Is this this year's Deadpool? In terms of something that is going to go word of mouth ballistic, and then uh, possibly, possibly because they're, 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 they're people realise that you can take a you can take a chance on things of being a bit I, and less mainstream and yeah, make them. Successful. But it seems it now seems that July and August is the time where you take a chance on stuff. You just you just yeah. go right. We're going to just throw this film out because there's something else on. So we're going to have a bit of a, a a bit of a giggle with it. It does look quite funny though. It looks. It, oh yeah, it, we laughed. A lot. We did laugh a lot. Um, there's, there's a, there seems to be a running joke where Melissa McCarthy is constantly offered sexual services by puppets, but they mistake her for a man at all yes. times because obviously the the puppets obviously don't quite realise the difference. I can't get the difference. <laughs> so I think there's going to be a couple of of funny and and Joel McHale's in it, and we always like Joel McHale. Um, yeah, it just looks really silly. So yeah, it's um. We're doing well because so far, I think every single film we've looked at, I've gone, "Yep, I'd go okay. watch well, that." Well, I'm, I'm, yeah, it's gonna be hard to pick. So we've got, I've, so I've got two more that I want to show you, and then I've got two more that have caught my attention because I think they might be either really good or actually really rubbish. 
Either way, it'll be good. Either way, it'll be good. Right, we should uh, barrel through these quick then. Right, the next one up is um, Kate McKinnon and Mila Kunis in The Spy Who Dumped Me. So we've just seen Melissa McCarthy in The Happy Time Murders. Yes. And now we've just watched The Spy Who Dumped Me, which has got Mila Kunis and Kate McKinnon running around a European city blowing stuff up. Yes. So um, we've had a lot of stuff blowing up in European cities so far on this podcast. And a bit of a Ghostbusters threat. And a pig. But the thing that caught my eye on this is that, remember I Spy? Not I Spy. Yes. I Spy. Which was yeah. Melissa McCarthy. Melissa McCarthy, yep. mistaken for Spy. Jason Statham, completely ridiculous. Yes. Bond. Like, funny. Just, I watched it. But still very funny. Yep. Um, this is exactly, someone's just gone, we'd like to do something along similar lines. Yep. Um, two best friends who aren't spies get dragged into world of jumping between buildings, being inexplicably having a gun that fires a million bullets and being super good at being just suave and cool. And it could be a bit of light fun. It could be I a bit of light right. fun. I think bit bit funny. It could yeah, I think it looks quite good. I think I think Kate McKinnon is kind of chewing the scenery up around I I like Kate McKinnon. Kate McKinnon yeah, no, really no, 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 no. I say that in a good way. She, I watched a really, really bad film called Christmas was it Office Party? Oh yeah, yeah. Not a good film. Not a not. It was all right, but it wasn't. It actually, it wasn't a good film. But she was in it as yeah. the very uptight HR woman or very uptight account woman, and she was very funny in it. Mm. And she was obviously in Ghostbusters, which some people hated and some people really disliked. And, and reasonable people thought that was a perfectly good film. And it was all right. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't great, but it was all right. And she was very funny in that as well. Yes. So yeah, I she think, was probably. The best thing in it. I probably would agree that she's probably the funniest yeah. thing in it, yes. And so, I think in this, if she's in it enough, that will bode very well. And I think she's all over it. So yeah. That's probably I think it's good. it's definitely Mila Kunis and her. Yes. And that's it. So running around, just basically shedding its stuff and blowing stuff up and generally yes. just having a good one. That's quite fun, isn't it? But It does. Yeah. yeah. It's all right. A li- little not bit as, derivative. You know not as strong as the, the last couple we watched. but Not as strong as... as perfectly. The, okay. You're still, you're still sore about Hotel Artemis, aren't you? Yeah, it's very okay. difficult to come back from that. Okay, all right. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's let's go serious for a moment then. Okay. Because uh, we've had a lot of basically ridiculous, um, ridiculous uh, action, blowy up comedy films. Let's get back to some serious acting. Drama drama. And let's look at Black Klansman. You're eating a biscuit again. Come on, focus. <laughs> Spike Lee brings us a story from the 70s so, yeah, of a black cop uh, infiltrating the KKK. So yeah, so yeah, I mean, it's com- and then with the help of a white Jewish guy. Ins- it's completely insane. I mean, it opens up and you're thinking, "What?" It's like it's like proper 70s. Everyone's got massive hair and massive trousers. Huge afros. But then it says apparently it's based on a true story. I'm not sure how true that story is, but as you say, yeah, I'm a, I'm intrigued. I would totally a rookie, watch a it. A rookie black cop phones up the KKK and basically starts a conversation with their their high priest grand Poobah, whatever he is. Wizard. Thank you. And then before he knows it, he's basically in front of the KKK. But obviously he can't because... He can't turn up to the meetings. You know. <laughs> um, so they get another guy to basically Ad- kind it's, of... It's Adam it's Driver. Adam Driver. Yeah. To basically be in there. So it it it's definitely a comedy. Yeah. It doesn't I look... Because I, I looked and I was thinking, oh, this is going to be some Mississippi burning stuff. This is going to be like pretty heavy. But no. it's not. It's got a... It's got like a... <laughs> it's got kind of a cool, funky kind of... 
almost Tarantino 70s there's, vibe to I it. I think there's I just got a, set, a slight sense of political commentary and uh, about the current situation in America. Just, just I slightly. Be, just I could be, yeah. But possibly we'll, there. I don't know. I, I could be uh, getting it wrong. But it's, uh, it's, it's, yes, I would. Okay, that's another one I would go and see. Yeah. Because it looks great. It just looks good, doesn't it? I mean, it's just. Yeah. <laughs> it just looks really funny. Um, yeah, and it's going to be one of those films that everyone's in it as well. Yeah, because there's other people. So Topher Grace is playing the Ku Klux Klan guy, and I don't recognise the name. That seventy show. Oh, uh, he was yeah. okay. Venom in Spider Man Three. Although we don't talk about that. Yep. Um, he's been in a few things. Okay. Um, Adam Driver, obviously, he was in some sword, spacey, some thingy, other wizardy, whatever. Thing. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and it just looks it looks good and funny, but also you'd walk out and you kind of go, wow. 70s America was messed up, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I'm glad um, it's so much better now. <laughs> so, yeah. So, that's kind of it. So, no, I've got two more. And I kind of feel right. that... Um, we need some quick shots. I'm going to do quick shots on these. Okay. The first one is was a, a horror sci-fi, which I put in the list in case Wilson turned up. Okay. But this is called... And I only got it because it sounded like... It's called Upgrade. Ooh, good Ready? title. Ready? Yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah. Ready? Let's go. Okay, that is, uh, it's like, what if you could do the Matrix thing of learning and downloading stuff into your brain, but in the real world? Yeah, it's it's insane. Um, everyone's got cybernetic doofers. And, and there's lots of very fast punching and it's, kicking. It's and, just, it's oh, just. Oh, it's like the raid. It's the raid. It's the raid. It's the raid mixed with, Matrix. With more guns. And so the opening thing is a guy in a wheelchair comes in and says, I'm looking for the man who murdered my wife. And everyone's like, yeah, whatever. And then he just says, <laughs> what are you oh. going to do? And then he just kind of says, oh, Stem, you can take over. And this kind of disembodied AI voice goes, thank you. Now assuming direct control. And then he becomes like Neo in the Matrix. Yeah. <laughs> and then I think this, the entire film is just him going, <laughs> smack, yeah. crumb, crunch, bang, boom. I think Blood that splatter. is, as you would say, a beer and pizza movie. That's completely beer and pizza film. I, I really fancy watching that because... Why isn't Jason gonna... Statham doing that movie? It's, it is. <laughs> it's got Jason... It's just, yeah, someone's gone, okay, we've got... It's, I bet you anything that the director and writer of it were the stunt or fight coordinators <laughs> from another Any film. Any one of those films. And yeah. they've gone, all right, lads, listen, we like what you do. It's very good. Here's, here's basically what would be the normal uh, sugar and creamer budget that we'd spend on a marvel film so here's 12 million dollars yep go and just just kick people repeatedly <laughs> yeah. yeah just show us 90 minutes of extreme of violence extreme violence i want to see the thing where you you kick him and the whole kind of arm breaks thing yeah. but i want to see that in bone crunching slow motion and then i want to do the close-up thing where you go and then you grab the gun and then you you take the gun apart and then flip the, all that stuff i want yeah. all that stuff and just lots of blood. And he goes, right, no worries. Give me 25 yeah. minutes. We'll whack something together for you. Filmed uh, in lots of dark locations, which is good because it makes the film look good. And it's cheap. It's cheap. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. But but you're going to love it. It's one of those where you walk in and you'll kind of go, right, here we go. We know this is going to be stupid. Yeah. It Brain, be, disengage. It, it will be best if they keep it to about 90 minutes. Uh, it, it needs is, to be a short It is one hour and 40 minutes. Oh, so it's 100 really minutes. Good. You see, if because... That was my problem with the raid too. Is it got too long, and it can be brutal when you've just got that like for a very extended period. So I think that is pitch perfect yeah. uh, timing. So okay. from a from a film point of view, no one that we know is in it. 
Um, <laughs> so it's not going to be troubling you for the uh, It's not, no, but it's going to pop in and pop out. But it just, I looked at it and I, I just think it might it be. I think it's a cult, a, a, a cult uh, classic uh, in the making there. Definitely. Definitely, it's it's got all the kind of the chocolate. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. got it's probably to be remade uh, with more money in the future, or a sequel that will uh, last twice as long, have twice as three times as much violence, and someone you've heard of. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, brilliant. Right, okay. let's, let's go do our last one. Right, right. Here's, my, here's my last shot now. Okay, do you remember Johnny Knoxville? Yes, from that Jack thing. Gass. Yes. Well, he's got a made a film. All right. So if you've ever wondered what would happen if the guys behind Jackass ran an amusement park in, in the, the 90, 70s, 90, in the 70s, 70s, this is the movie, yeah. they'll do it. And yeah. I think they seem to be making a thing that the stunts are real. So basically, when you see people hideously injure themselves, they've hideously well, injured like, themselves. Well, you'd like to think that if they're making the film, the stunt team would get involved and go, right, guys, you can either throw yourself through a barn door or we can make it look like you've been thrown through a barn door and no one dies what would you rather do? But then Happy says that half of them would kind of go, let's do it for real anyway. Whoa, bro. Because it's Jackass. If you miss the bro-based frat and fart humor from Jackass and you're thinking, God, I wonder where those guys are now. Um, most of them who are still alive are in this film. <laughs> um, Johnny Knoxville is, by a framing device, is in old man makeup getting injured while his being grandson. Being old grandpa being old grandpa and tells a story about him in the 70s when he owned an amusement park which is basically a run-down playground and due to competition they decide to make it more extreme by yes. making it faster and less and, safe yeah um and and hilarity and pain ensues yes i'm gonna be honest with you there's probably a very specific number of people who would go and see that film because they were huge fans of jackass in fact i know like one person instantly springs to mind, and I know that he would be in first in line to see that film <laughs> because he was an insane jackass fan. Right. And I think that's it. I think that's your. I think Mrs. That's Smith your might be passingly interested because she she enjoys seeing others suffer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I, honestly, I have seen the jackass films, and um, I did watch one of them, and I kind of watched on fast forward because some of them were some of them yeah. weren't funny, some of them were very funny. So yeah. Mm, for me, it's a bit yeah, of a meh. meh. Yeah, but I'm so, sure it'll do. It'll find its audience. So I think, yeah, that's a bit of a meh for us. But generally speaking, Hotel Johnny Knoxville is in the system, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, so you can get you him can into get your him. film. Yes. So this is a, this is worth looking at. So it could be a bit of a giggle. But generally speaking, I think the film of this month is ironically the film from last, last month, month, which is Hotel <laughs> Artemis. So we need yes. to find out when that's out in the UK so we can go and see it. Indeed. But those other films do look quite there's interesting. A lo- there's a good bunch there. And even the not-so-good ones are... All right. Yeah, I'm definitely. We're definitely going to have to get upgrade on video oh, and yeah. just do beer and pizza with the guys so because I think that's the only way to watch that. I think yes. big screen, big dumb film, and generally a couple of beers down. Yes. All cool. right. That's right. It. That's it. It's we're sorted. Right. We should get out. There's of no here. biscuits left, so let's uh, let's go. Let's move.